So this podcast is regarding the Messi situation. Uh, and as we know, obviously, that Messi is going to leave Barcelona, particularly because of the financial situation. Apparently, Barcelona have an issue with CVC, which is, you know, in the investment firm, which is invested around, I think, willing to invest $3.2 billion uh, straight away into La Liga for 10% of the TV revenue for the next 40 years. And uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid are completely against the deal. Uh, and they say it's pretty much a lazy deal that is far more beneficial for CVC than La Liga, and they're more interested in the long-term future of Barcelona than... You know, I'm sure um, uh, Laporta, who's the Barcelona president, would have asked La Liga for an injection in cash uh, or change the weight structure in some way, and they probably came back with this deal and say, okay, we can help your financial situation, and if you agree to the CVC, you know, been and I, I, I honestly think financially they've come together and they said it's not worth it. And you know, listen, Messi is not as young as he used to be, he's not in his prime. His numbers, while still unbelievable compared to for someone like him, they are declining a little bit. Um, so at some point, Barcelona have to move on from you know, Messi, they can't keep relying on him, La Liga can't keep relying on him. Um, it's just come maybe a little sooner than expected. They probably expected two or three more years, but you know, Barcelona have to move on. Uh, same as how Real Madrid have to move on without Cristiano Ronaldo. It's it's going to be tough. Barcelona even tougher considering how long Messi's been around. Uh, and some people, you know, estimated that he would retire there, but it's not to be the case. Uh, in terms of Messi, I mean, you know, Messi was willing to stay at Barcelona. Obviously, his contract was, you know. Well, he was asking for something, I believe, around $430, for $20 million for a four-year deal. Or, sorry, a five-year deal for $20 million. That, which is, you know, it's it's an expensive contract, but uh, it's a lot less than what he previously paid. Now, obviously, he's not in his prime, so um, it's probably estimated that, you know, with his the sponsorships, the ticket sales, the jersey sales, just the club valuation will go up based on the annual revenue which he will bring in, right? So a lot of clubs will think it's worth it. Um, They'll be willing to take that risk. Um, And it's probably a profitable deal. So I don't see why any club would not be willing to do it. Now, where will he go is the question. And in my opinion, there will probably be four suitors, Man United, Liverpool, Man City, and PSG. But out of those four... I think Man United still already spent a lot of money. I think I don't think Glazers are going to be willing to spend, you know, on a 34-year-old. That's just how they operate. I think Liverpool aren't in to Messi. I think they're playing a long game with Mbappe, believe it or not. I've just got some sneaky suspicion about that. Uh, They haven't really spent any money in the past two transfer windows, and they've been holding out quite a lot. So I I have a feeling they're going for them. So I don't think they're going to touch him. Um, Unlikely that either of those two clubs would have got him. Either way, because his wages are just astronomical and financially, I don't know whether either of the owners were willing uh, to go ahead with that risk. And then leaves the other two, which is Man City and uh, PSG. And I think Man City, obviously, there's Guardiola, um, who Messi is an admirer of, obviously, former coach, extremely successful together. However, I don't think that partnership will work. The reason being, you know, that was that was quite a long time ago. Pep Guardiola had left, what, in 2013, 2012, somewhere around there. And then he went to Bayern Munich after I think he took a one-year leave. Um, 
So it's been a while, and Messi doesn't really talk about Pep Guardiola a lot. However, you know, when you look at the other counterpart, PSG, he's got Neymar, who he's always talking about, who, you know, obviously had a relationship a little bit earlier, uh, closer to than, I think, Pep Guardiola in 2015. I see very close still. He keeps talking about him in interviews, and he's got, obviously, an Argentinian manager, so, you know, there won't be a language problem. And, you know, obviously Brazilian, so he speaks Spanish. I think Messi would much rather prefer uh, PSG. I, I honestly think it's a no-brainer because, you know, Man City have already spent £100 million on Grealish. Um, and, you know, I think they'll try to woo him, but ultimately I don't think it'll be attractive. Listen, for uh, Messi, he doesn't speak a bit of English. Um, and obviously in the Premier League it's all... English, and I, I don't think that's a huge factor, but you have to consider that, and, you know, PSG, at least, you know, he may not speak French, but, you know, Spanish, there are a lot of Europeans, a lot of Europeans around, even in the Premier League, but English is the medium, I think language would be a reason, I think friends would be a reason, and I think there would be no question on wages from either side, but, you know, just the fact that he knows um, Neymar, and he knows Messi Pochettino, I think that's where he's headed. Um, in terms of Barcelona and where the future is, you know, you have to find a big star. Unfortunately, when someone as big as Messi comes and gets replaced, you have to find someone who's equivalent to them. And to me, there's only two players that are currently at that level, which is Holland and Mbappe, who are extremely young and performing at a similar, albeit inferior close corner level to you know, Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. And I think. Uh, if Real Madrid and Barcelona want to find them more, they're going to have to get both of them. Uh, I think uh, Real Madrid is going to have a tug of war with Liverpool for Mbappe, and I think uh, you know Haaland could go anywhere from Chelsea to Barcelona anywhere, and that's where it's at, really. I mean, La Liga is going to suffer for the rules uh, in terms of TV rights and Barcelona and sponsorships. Uh, that's just how it works. Um, it's unfortunate. Uh, but you know, things are going to happen in terms of Messi. Well, I think he plays out, in my opinion, the next two or three years uh, with whichever club he signs, which, in my opinion, looks strongly like PSG. So let's say he plays at PSG for two, maybe I'd say he'd have a three-year contract because obviously this would be his last huge, massive payday. And then I think he spends about a year, maybe two years in uh, the U.S. and MLS, and then he retires. I I think that would probably be the trajectory, or at least that's how a lot of people would see it, in my opinion. And uh, you know, that would that that would be a great write-off. I think the contract won't be an issue. Uh, you know, they said he was getting about six forty uh, million dollars when he was for what a five-year deal with, uh, previously. Uh, Barcelona his previous contract and obviously he was willing to take on you know 30 percent pay cut or something like that and now obviously he probably won't take much of a pay cut now because PSG you know um he could pretty much go to anyone um now obviously there are only two suitors but he's gotten the suitor in the point of Man City will be willing to splash out the cash in my opinion uh, a lot of people will say financial fair play well all I gotta say to that is that that doesn't exist if you think financial fair play is gonna stop any of this uh, it's just not gonna happen uh, so that's, you know, that's where it's at, and I think uh, this will be a good opportunity for Messi, you know, in terms of his legacy, he's got, you know, 
apart from international trophies, which people, you know, count against his legacy, based on all the old, you know, the good conversation is the fact that he doesn't do it in any other club other than Barcelona, and that's one of our people say, now, you know, he's got an opportunity, he's got no excuses, he still has, you know, he's still scoring 30, 40 goals a game, so I don't expect him, it's not a dramatic drop, and I expect him to be usually successful wherever he goes, um, but I don't think it's going to be in the Premier League, I'm fairly certain, I think PSG is, you know, just um, all around, and uh, yeah, it looks like a done deal. To me, the CBC deal is also extremely strange. I mean, yeah, I've heard rumors that Real Madrid are going to potentially sue La Liga for it. Um, also, I think Barcelona's main reason for opting out of the Messi deal was the fact that they didn't want to go ahead with the CBC deal, and this is kind of to tell La Liga that we have no interest in CBC. Um, the cash injection was supposed to help Barcelona, but I don't think Barcelona wanted it because, well, they want a Super League, firstly, um, and apparently the CBC deal would essentially mandate that Barcelona and Real Madrid don't drop out of La Liga and that they would have to stay there for the foreseeable future, uh, as in the agreement, which would be there for 40 years. That's just one of the reasons. The other reason is, uh, revenue-wise, it's very strange. CBC is a clear winner of his deal. They get a 10% stake uh, to the... Uh, you know, 10% taking the TV rights uh, for La Liga for 40 years, and they only give a $3.2 billion cash injection immediately, uh, and their return is far superior because, you know, La Liga's revenue um, prior to this pandemic, which I'm including, ticket sales was $5.1 billion, and so they would pocket 10% of that, which is $500 million. And, you know, it's pretty simple that if you multiply that, you know, by five, they've already pretty much recovered most of their money from uh, what they're offering right now. So in, you know, five or six years, they would have recovered all their money. They would have broken even uh, with their investment into the league. And then uh, La Liga's on the hook for the next 34, 33 years, uh, giving them 10%, which they can easily, Messi, chunk up as a huge amount of revenue for them. Um, and, you know, that's potentially worth 16, 15 to $16 billion, which uh, they're giving to CBC, which could be invested into players, into the investment, into a league, into coaches, into a lot of things. Uh, so it's a very strange deal. Um, so I do understand why clubs like Barcelona and Real Madrid are angry. Uh, it makes no sense. Uh, for small clubs, it makes complete sense because they have no stability and they don't know what their future holds. Uh, so. You know, a lot of clubs aren't sure, apart from the big four or five, you know, they're not guaranteed to stay in La Liga, so they wouldn't welcome a cash injection. So I can understand why some clubs are opposed and why some are not, but it's a very strange deal, financially speaking, for La Liga as a whole, um, to give away 10% of your rights for, you know, 40 years is a very long time, so strange and, um, yeah. Just a strange team. Uh, in the next podcast, I'll be talking about uh, Colin Murakawa, um, the Tokyo Olympics, um, where's golf headed really, what golf should change, and how golf has seen a huge increase in viewership.